Well, Gators and Chad are both out today. Barry Markson and Gail Bass are in and doing a wonderful job, I might say. Oh, thank you, Becky Lynn. Oh, you're so him. kind. I'm so nice. You said it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, there you have it. The uh, KTR News expansion. Great, uh, great to have that. Uh, Gail Bass is here on Barry Markson in for Gators and Chad. Thanks for joining us. And uh, very excited right now to have uh, have on the big program for the first time, uh, Abe Hamaday. He's running for Attorney General as a Republican here in Arizona. And Abe, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on. Good. Glad you could be here. Abe, uh, Gail Bass here. You know, I've been seeing your signs around. I see that you're Trump endorsed, but this is one of those positions that you're running for where you you want somebody with some experience. And when I see you, I say, that's a young, good looking fella. Talk <laughs> about your experience, because I feel like I could have been your babysitter. Oh. Uh, well, Gail, I think, you know, we all bring, I'll be the youngest attorney general since Bill Clinton, actually. But um, the experience that I'm bringing to the table is I'm a former prosecutor at the county attorney's office. But I'm also a uh, former Army captain uh, in the U.S. US Army Reserve and intelligence officer. And this time last year, actually, I was just getting off of my orders from serving a 14-month-long tour in Saudi Arabia. So I think what I tell folks is my prosecutorial experience, being in the courtroom, dealing with some of these criminal cases, but and also being overseas as an intelligence officer negotiating a pretty complex relationship with the Saudi Arabian government uh, prepared me very well for this office. I mean, this office, you're leading about 450 attorneys and 700, 800 staff. But, you know, in the military, I always bring the military experience because it really defines a lot of people. But in the military, oftentimes when you join as an officer, you are the youngest person joining and the most right. inexperienced. And you're leading troops enlisted who have, uh, decades of experience, for instance. That's how the relationship was. It's for me in Saudi Arabia. Abe Hamaday is, is uh, with us here on KTR. Abe, let me ask you just on that. On that, uh, I know you work for the Maricopa County Attorney's Office for a little bit. Did, did you have any trial experience right. while you were there? I did. I've done multiple trials at the County Attorney's Office, bench trials, jury trials. Did you, uh, did, in any of those trials, laws. yeah, I don't, I don't know if you know, I'm an, I'm an attorney, so I'm a little interested in this kind of stuff. Did, have, you, have you been what we call first chair where you've led trials, you've actually conducted the trials yourself? Absolutely. And I think you're referring to a piece by a disgraced journalist who has been called a racist and he has been fired by a left. Well, let's, let's not, what I, what I just want to ask you is, have you have you have you actually first chaired trials? That, that's all I'm asking you. And how I, many? I just I just I just answered. Yeah, how many? Yes, I have. And you're you're referring to a newspaper uh, piece written by a disgraced journalist who, you know, it's too bad these journalists are not doing the. Their Abe, I'm, I'm not here to interview about about a, about a journalist. Report. I have a very limited amount of time. So I, I just wanted to I just want to get the answer to those questions. So I appreciate that. Um, one of the other questions. I had for you because you did mention your military stuff, and I don't know if this is true. And I, I asked these same questions of Chris Mays, the kind of the stuff that's on the out there on social media, just asking these questions. So I hope you understand. Are you being investigated by the military, or have you ever been investigated by the military? Very. So this is exactly what happens in campaigns. What the opposition does, they file these public complaints so they can try to use these tactics against us. But I'm very proud of my military service. So whatever type of investigation that has been going on or if it's going on, I'm not aware of. But what you're seeing right now that this is exactly the, the this is what's so nasty about politics yeah. these days, Barry. I mean, I saw your interview with Chris Mays. You didn't mention Stacey Champion's tweets that she said when she called law enforcement equals killing all black people. And you know, I, I joined this program with you knowing that you've already endorsed Chris Mays and I have you know, endorsed Chris Mays. I'm, I'm not really a very sure. important I'm not... position. So I'm I expect tough questions, but I also expect 
fair and honest questions. Well, okay, I, I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm trying to be fair and honest with you. I, I asked I asked uh, Chris Mays tough questions, things that you had tweeted about her, and I asked her those questions, and I'm simply trying to do the same thing with you. Let, let me ask you another question. Um, and this just came up when I, you know, all I did today was get ready for the interview. I Googled your name. So this isn't, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not talking to anybody. It's just coming up. That, that sounds and, like great research, Barry, well, for an interview. That's how you, that's how you do it. I haven't had an opportunity to meet you yet. Um, but one of the things I saw was that in, in 1994, your father was indicted for conspiracy to commit arson for firebombing a synagogue in Illinois. Um, which is a bit troubling. Uh, so I'm I'm just going to ask you about that. Is that is that is that report accurate? Is that true? He was indicted for firebombing a synagogue. Well, I'm glad you asked that, Barry. And I think it's actually really sad. I'm so proud of my father. And when he came to this country legally, you know, he was a jeweler and he had so many Jewish friends. And this is the reason why I became a prosecutor, Barry, because I had to witness the injustice that occurred. And sadly, what you're looking at, so many of the articles that were written about this, they neglect to report that. He was, you know, ultimately the, the charges were dropped and the folks who actually did it, the criminals who did it were two Iraqi Christian gang members and they were tried, prosecuted and sent to prison. So I'm very proud that my father has instilled the values in me of respecting people. And, you know, he, I'm a product of him and I'm very proud of him. So I think the media has totally slanted this in a way to disparage it. But no, I mean, this is why I became a prosecutor because I've seen the injustices firsthand, and that's why I never want to allow that to happen, and so, I take my role as a prosecutor very seriously. So, Abe, as a, like, I am a person of color, and I hear you talking about this, so th- this is your opportunity to tell people, black, Jewish, white, whatever, that that you disavow anything people may say that you're racist or whatever. This is your opportunity. Why should I want to vote for you? Well, I think when you're looking at why I'm running for attorney general, I'm running for attorney general to be the attorney general for everybody. You know, when I got back here on my deployment one year ago, Gail, I no longer recognize this country. And I don't mean this to be hyperbolic. I don't say it to be hyperbolic. I think what you're witnessing right now is so much animosity and how much, how much differences that we have. But if you actually look at it, why I'm so proud of the military service, you know, we wear one flag, we have one anthem. I feel as if we're being taken away with them. This is a cultural war that's going on. But if you're seeing the border being wide open with 240,000 people flocking in through and a fentanyl crisis and the, the crime and law and order where you can't even, a woman can't even jog without being feared of being kidnapped. When Phoenix has had a shortage of a thousand police officers, this whole wave of defunding the police that the Democrats have been trying to do to us for two years is horrific. And we're living with the consequences of that. So as attorney general, what I intend to do is uphold the laws and uphold the constitution, which I've already sworn to defend uh, as the United States army officer. And that's exactly what I'll do as attorney general. Abe Hamaday is with us here on, on KTR, and, and uh, he's running for attorney general. Abe, Gail just kind of asked this, and I guess I asked you to kind of disavow it. I didn't hear that in your answer, and I want to make sure we give you that opportunity. Because in doing my research, what I found were a lot of online statements you made. And, and I'll tell you that they were, you know, 10 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. Um, but they were they were anti-Semitic. You, you, said things that, uh, you said things that you advocated against Israel. You advocated against Israel being a state. Uh, you made anti-Semitic statements about Jews or big. Or, I, I, Barry, I, I don't think I've ever said that. Here I am, I'm holding a top secret clearance. I've been to Israel. I've actually, I mean, I don't understand. I, I come from a multi-ethnic family. My sister 
She's married to NBA champion who's half black. I mean, I under, I am a son of Syrian immigrants. I, it's really rich to see that the left is, I think what they're so scared of me is that I am a person of color. I am the son of immigrants. I am an army veteran. I'm also a prosecutor and I can communicate well. And I think this is what Democrats fear because right now they think Republicans are these old white guys who are cranky and I'm not. I represent the people and I got elected with 34% of the Republican vote because they have, they share the same values I do. And that's exactly what's going to take us over the top in November. But obviously any decent person would, would not believe the racism or have anti-Semitic beliefs. I mean, what you're seeing right now is, you know, this is such a, this is such a distortion of everything. And this is exactly why the media has become the propaganda well, arm of the Democratic I, Party. It's really, and yeah, it's unfortunate. Abe, I, it's I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about the media. I'm unsure why you didn't ask Chris Mays why, why she did not disavow her campaign consultant, her main campaign consultant, I, who is going after white people and saying that all police officers want to do is kill black folks. I, I looked at I'm the, unsure I, why you didn't ask the tough I, I asked. I asked Chris Mays, and I don't want to go back through this, but I asked Chris Mays if she supported defunding the police. She said no. I asked Chris Mays all of the questions, all of the things Did you're you saying on social media. Stacey Champion is not running for, she's not running for office, but but since you're you're bringing this up, let me, let <laughs> you, me just ask no, you. No, 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 very, very, very. Imagine uh, for a moment, imagine for a moment one of my campaign staffers were yeah. saying those things well, or were on January 6th an insurrectionist. You don't well, tell me that the entire media would be covering that news well, story I, up and down. I wasn't going to I wasn't gonna ask this, Abe, but Abe, you obviously think this is important, so I'm going to ask this question. There's a guy named Greg Medford who's outwardly he's a racist homophobe and that's the nicest thing I can say about him I can't even play things he said because it's so disgusting and this guy's holding a fundraiser from you that according to that you're going to be there so why are you associating with a guy wait, like wait, wait. So you, wait, I, I just want to get this absolutely clear Bear you literally just said that Stacey Champion is not running for office you're not going to you accept insi- that with you're, you're telling me you're that I up a fundraiser. No. I, I have no idea what you're talking about with Greg Medford I've met with him and he's a very nice man from all my interactions with him. But just look at the hypocrisy statement you just literally I, just mentioned. I wasn't, I wasn't, was not I, running for agency, did not mention it with Chris Mays, but yet you bring a fundraiser, somebody who's hosting a fundraiser. That you're, that you're attending. A campaign consultant. Okay. Come so, on, you're, I, you're being dishonest to your viewers and your own stuff. You're an attorney, you should know better than that. Okay. A. Pomaday is joining us here on, on KTAR. Do you, do you, I don't want to talk about Greg Medford, but you apparently think I should ask everybody about the people they're associated with. That's why I asked the question. Uh, no, so let, let me, let me ask you, let me ask you, I'm, I'm not going to ask again. I'm not going to ask again. So let me, let me ask you something different. You, you talked about your experience um, in the, in the Maricopa County attorney's office. Um, and I, I, I understand from what you're saying that there were, as I understand it, when you're in the attorney general's office, the first year you're there, you don't actually try cases. And then I think you were no, on the that's point. False. That's, that's, that's false. That's okay. false. So, that's false. Okay. So, I mean, I had, I've, saw, I've seen you be interviewed before. And you said you've tried dozens of trials. Have, have you tried? I have do- done dozens of trials. That's correct. When yeah. you said you've I was done a Udall, in law In law school, I was selected as the Udall Fellow of the Arizona Prosecutor's Advisory Council. Okay. Um, so I was working at the Tucson City uh, Prosecutor's Office, the Pima County Prosecutor's a, Office, the okay. so AG's the, Office, and he, the federal. And there's something called a Rule 38D at the time, which allows you to actually prosecute trials. So I had many pro. I had many trial experience before I even graduated law school, Barry. Okay, so the, the, I understand. So the majority of those trials was as a law student, but I understand what you're saying. It's a program where you are no, in there trying were, a cases. Of them were not as, a majority of them were not when I was a law student. A majority of them were, were when I was a lawyer. At the, okay, at the county attorney's office. All right, Abe Hamaday is with us. Abe, if folks want to learn more about you and, and where they can, uh, where can they go to see more about you? Well, if they want to real, you know, read the real news about me, they can go to abeforag.com or I have a very lively and accurate Twitter 
Um, at, and my handle is at Abraham Hamaday. All right. And he, he does have a live uh, active Twitter. I will give you credit for that. Abe, I'm going to also just give you credit for coming on with us today. I appreciate that. Um, I, I know I said and it, or, Barry, I would just recommend when next time you have Chris Mays, ask her about Stacey Champion. Give her the same. Give her the same hers you gave me. Okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I, I do think it's a, I think all candidates should come on and answer questions. And I think it's a very good of you to come on and do that today. So thank you for doing that. Take care. All right. There's Abe Hamaday. He's running for attorney general as a Republican here in Arizona. You know what I'd like to see is when people run for office, if they tell us what cases they've tried, have they been to the appellate level? Have they been appealed? Yeah. That kind of thing. But, and, you know, we don't get to get into that. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know? maybe next time he'll come on. All right. Coming up, uh, Becky Lynn standing by in the KTR News Center. We'll get you an update on what happened at uh, uh, Central High today. There's a lockdown. And then on the way back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about our interview with Abe Hamaday and some other stuff here on the G- Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, welcome back. That's Gail Bass. I'm Barry Markson. In for the boys, Gatos and Chad. They're back on Monday. If you missed it, our interview with Abe Hamaday, uh, Hamaday excuse me, you can hear that uh, at KTR.com, the Gatos and pa- uh, Chad Show podcast. You'll have that up here in just a few minutes. Uh, Gail, I thought that was, uh, was a little interesting. I mean, we gave the guy three different opportunities to say he's not anti-Semitic, and he didn't really take it. I was a little surprised by that. Um, I don't know. I was I was a little surprised by the interview. I, I mean, we were we were we gave him an opportunity to answer really the did. question. So you know, it's up to you know, it's really up to voters to yeah. decide who they want to represent them. If you, so if you think he sounds qualified to be the attorney general, then that might be your guy. Hey, win tickets to see Dave Matthews Band playing at the Auction Pavilion on September fourteenth. Uh, just head to the contest page at ktr dot com for complete details and your chance to win. On the other side, uh, we've got a corporation commissioner uh, who thinks it's important that the corporate Corporation Commission get involved in elections now, and guess what? He doesn't want us to have vote by mail or even tabulation machines. That's coming up next. It's KTAR. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. That's Gail Bass. I'm Barry Marks, and in for Gatos and Chad. Uh, they are back on Monday, and... Uh, Gail, I've got to say, uh, we we've, we obviously have some interesting politicians here in Arizona. We had one I didn't even know he was there, a guy named Jim O'Connor. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's a corporation commissioner. He actually got in as a write-in candidate, which is pretty amazing in itself. Right. And uh, and now we're learning that he has been spending some time uh, learning all about the fake election fraud. He went to a seminar uh, in Missouri that was put on by Mike Lindell, the pillow, the my pillow guy, mm-hmm. and, and slippers now too. <laughs> my slippers. <laughs> And he he wants to come back. He wants the corporation commission to have hearings on the as he calls them the voting machines. Mm-hmm. And he and he's already sent letters to all the counties. He wants the counties to say we're not going to use the voting machines, which are just tabulation machines, uh, at all this election. He wants you're, them gone. You're bearing the lead. What's the lead? He doesn't want people up in the sky. <laughs> our votes. I forgot the aliens. That's what he said. I the, don't not. The aliens crossing the border, interstellar aliens. Who oh. knew they were the problem? We've got some great politicians here in Arizona. It really is amazing. But yeah, Never a dull moment in the AZ. That's his. That's his thing. Great he's, state forty eight. He's excited about it. But he's uh this guy's he's in office here. I mean, he's a corporation commission. And uh, keep in mind, the corporation commission they're they're supposed to set our utility rates. They set our water rates. Uh, they they manage companies who have you know companies do, how they do business here in Arizona. He thinks the corporation commission should be involved in elections because companies sell the election tabulating machines and that's enough to get him involved you know he's a finance guy yeah 
And he's had experience with uh, counties like Orange County, California, that nearly went broke because of a finance issue. So it's not like he doesn't have experience, but I don't know why he thinks that he needs to weigh in on machine voting machines that don't exist. That's true. It's I, I don't know either, but it's and I, I'm waiting to hear the other uh, four corporation commissioners come out and say, yeah, we're, we're not doing this. Can we just stop now? I'm waiting to hear it. But my guess is it won't be on the next agenda. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, well, but there you in, go. in the meantime, welcome to Arizona. You know, the other thing I was going to mention to you, and when we were, we saw this earlier, um, when you take notes, like when you were in school or now, if it's something you want to remember or if you're going to give a speech or something, do you do it by hand or do you do it in the computer? I used to do it by hand, and I still yeah. do take notes by hand, although my uh, my guy's daughter, she has a new machine that looks like, you know, those little receipt things that your servers now have, those right. handheld, you know, machines. She has a machine that she got for her birthday this week that prints out notes and pictures and stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's the new thing. It's interesting. Well, they did a survey and apparently, this doesn't really surprise me, you're more likely to remember the notes, remember something if you write it down as opposed to if you enter it into a computer, if you type it you in. You know, when I was in college, I would always go to class because I knew if I listened and I wrote it down, I remembered it better for the test. Yeah. No, and I, I do that too. And uh, in fact, when I go to trial, I handwrite, I do computer stuff constantly, but I handwrite, I handwrite stuff all the time. Because for me, if I do that, I pretty much have it memorized and I'm ready to go. My client, Gail Bass, is not guilty. <laughs> I don't have to write that down. I know that one. Uh, but yeah, that's, but that, I think that's interesting though, because these days, especially in school, but really we're all on the computer, on the phone. We don't write mm -hmm. stuff very much anymore, right? I mean, taking hand I, notes doesn't happen anymore. I have a calendar that I write in. Like, really? And my boyfriend's like, don't you just put it in your phone? I'm yeah. like, writing it down, the act of writing it helps me remember better. Yeah, well, that's apparently that's what this survey said. That's a study said that it, it actually, it's it, it's true. I wonder how kids are going to be doing. My, it's kids, kids are in school now. They just type in their notes. And it's because I didn't write it down. I got it wrong. When oh. Prince, when, excuse me, now when King Charles III is in Scotland, he is, uh, or now it's Prince William. Right. He's in Scotland. His title will be the Duke of Rothsay. I said Cornwall. Cornwall <laughs> is completely opposite part of the UK than Scotland. Scotland's at the top. Cornwall's at the bottom. We're fixing. We're fixing the whole show now. We were talking about the the new King of England, the Duke of Rothsay. I might even be saying Rothsay wrong because there's an e between Roth and say. So That's right. Who knows? King Charles the Third is going to be there. I think it would have been cool if he, if he just gave himself a new name. I think that would have been fun. Can he pick any name? Well, I mean, the artist formerly known as Charles. He, I well, mean, I don't know. I mean, could he just say, you know, a King He could Billy? have been an Edward, could a he, Benedict, or whatever, but he chose to stay with Charles. Because you, right. you just affix yourself with a new name, you know. You're going to be known as King Edward the Fourth or Fifth or Sixth. Do they just or, use, is that what, I mean, do they just use a few names? Edward, Charles, I mean, they just, Well, William. what is his name? I read his full name earlier today. It's like Charles Philip something something. Very fancy. House just, of Mountbatten, House of Windsor, whatever. <laughs> it's Saxe-Bacobra. Gotha. It's kind of amazing to me that that in this day and age we still have we still have royalty that that's even still there. And I guess it's almost the last one, so maybe that makes it fun. Well, here's the thing. This is what I think is interesting about this. Their family is able to trace their history back hundreds of years. Right. I'm I don't have that luxury. 
I had family members who were captured and enslaved in Africa and and dragged here. And so I can't look back at that. So if there's one family that can track their history back, good for them. Right. And do I want my tax money to pay for it? Nope. (laughs) You want to do that. Have you tracked your family back as far as have you done? I haven't done that. I do know that my grandfather's grandparents were slaves. So that much I know. And I've seen a picture of them. Oh wow! And they were, and and he was a he was a minister. So I expected them to be dressed differently than when when I looked at the picture. I'm like, they were slaves, but I don't know if the picture was taken post slavery. Yeah. I mean, the picture was taken post slavery. So he's dressed in a, a pastor's right. Part. We'll talk about that next time. That sounds great. Gail if Bass is here. Back. Hey, check out the big fuel poll question of the day. It's up right now on KTR.com. And when you do that, uh, you'll see that it's uh, sponsored and brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, for Gail Bass, thank you for being here, Gail. I'm Barry Markson. <laughs> nice to finally meet you. <laughs> yeah. I'm Barry Markson. Thanks to all the guys. Uh, Steve Zinsmeister produced the big program with Pablo. He's back there. And, of course, uh, Becky Lynn and everybody in the KTR News Center. Have a great weekend, everybody. Gators and Chad back on Monday.